Welcome to Words of Inspiration with Rev. James T. Brown, Jr., the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Worship. Let's join today's message in progress. To his name, and before we dive into the word, I want to take this opportunity just to thank you all for joining us. So many of you who are joining us live right here uh, in the great state of Georgia, but also in other parts of the country from around of the United States, whether you're in, in, in Memphis, Tennessee, or whether you're in Mississippi, those of you out in California, thank you so much. Thank you so much for taking the time. Those who are in North Carolina, those who are in other parts, thank you so much for taking the time and worshiping God with us. And for those of you who are even listening to this by podcast, whether, whether you're in Laos or India, or whether you are in Frankfurt, Germany, or Bradford, Bradford in the UK, whether you're in Madrid, Spain, we want to thank you for worshiping God with us. Thank you for those who are in South America listening. Thank you. Thank you so much for those who are across the entire United States from Seattle to San Mateo to, 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 to so many other parts, Richland and Houston and Minneapolis and, and parts of, of, of North Carolina and down in, in Miami. Thank you all so much. Thank you, Alexandria, Virginia. Thank you for worshiping, finding value in the ministry and worshiping with us. Glory to the name of our wonderful father. He's been so good to all of us. Now, let's dive in the word today. As you know, we've been teaching in our series, overcoming the storms, getting to glory, overcoming the storms, getting to glory. And today we're going back to the book of Mark. We're still in the book of Mark, chapter five. Chapter 5, we're going to begin looking at verse 25 today. Mark chapter 5 and verse 25. And here our scripture reads, it says, And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood twelve years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch his, but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway, the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that had, had done this thing. And the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and behold of thy plague. Today's, today's message is titled simply this. When you spend it all. When you spend it all, many of us have to budget our resources and we have to be careful of how we spend money. Uh, my wife and I, we have two 
two uh, uh, young people in college right now at the same time. Yes, pray for your pastor. We have two in college at the same time. And, and yes, uh, we, we have conversations about managing your finances, managing your resources so that you don't wind up having more month than money. So we have those conversations. But what happens when something is out of your control that you can't control and you wind up spending everything trying to get it back under control? This is where we find our text. And the principal player in our text is this woman who's been dealing with this issue. Look back with me at verse 25. Verse 25, it says this, it says, and a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse, rather grew worse. This poor woman had suffered 12 long years dealing with this condition. 12 years dealing with this condition. Now, the ironic thing is that the number 12 is supposed to dignify or symbolize order. It means order. However, there was nothing in order within her body. Nothing was in order. And here she had been dealing with this for 12 long years. The Bible says she spent all she had. She spent all of her money on doctors and no one could seem to help her. No one could seem to help her. Listen, Dr. Luke, he explained it this way in Luke chapter 8 and verse 43. He said she had an incurable disease. An incurable disease. It could not have been cured using medicine conventional medicine and that day. However, the medical system continued to drain her of all of her money while not making her any better. She just kept paying and paying and paying, but not seeing any results. In fact, she continued to grow progressively worse while paying the doctors for her care, while paying them for her care. Now, the problem of seeking quality health care is not a new phenomenon. It's not. In fact, during that time, there were no health care and there was no health care insurance to manage care or cost. There wasn't. There were no health care groups that would send out an email to you so you would know what to eat and not to eat. To, get, to, to encourage you to get your steps in. So then you could get a nice coupon to go to the movies and get popcorn and make sure you don't put butter on it, but just get it plain because they want to encourage you not to eat too much oil or cholesterol. No, there was none of that stuff going on back then. She had none of that. There was nothing like that. She, she, there was no health, health care or no health insurance or anything, nor were there, were there physicians th that could offer alternative or natural healing methods. There was none of that. At least we have that this, today. And it still isn't enough for many people in many pockets of society today. 
here in the United States and even around the world, there's still areas where people can't get quality health care. Imagine what this woman was going through during this time, during this time. So she spent 12 years paying to be experimented on with no relief at all. No relief at all. She had reached her end. She had reached her end. The end of her finances and the end of her physical health. What do you do or what do we do when we reach the end? What do we do when we reach the end? I need somebody to type in chat, turn to Jesus. Turn to Jesus. Listen, when you reach the end of your relationships, you need to turn to Jesus. When you reach the end of your finances, you need to turn to Jesus. When you reach the end of what appears to be your career, you need to turn to Jesus. When you reach the end of the relationship you've been holding on to, you need to turn to Jesus. When you reach the end, we've got to turn to Jesus. We've got to turn to Jesus. Somebody type in the chat, turn to Jesus. Turn to Jesus. Look with me at verse 27. Verse 27, it says, When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment, for she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I will be whole. I will be whole. When she had heard of Jesus, she had faith to believe that he could heal her. You see, she had heard what he had done to the young man who had been living among the tombs. She heard about that, what he did over in the Gadarenes. She, she, she heard about how he was in the boat with his disciples in the middle of the storm and the winds were blowing it to and fro. She heard about this. And when she heard about these things and she heard him coming her way, she said, if I can just touch his garment. I don't have to grab his face. I don't have to fall on his feet and cry my tears on his feet and wash them with my hair. If I can just touch his clothes, I'll be made whole. This is what she was thinking and had purpose in her heart. However, according to theologian Herschel Hobbes, one of my favorites, hers was a superstitious faith. A superstitious faith because she thought if she could just touch his clothes that she could be healed. But there was nothing doctrinal at this point where she would have been able to turn to to say, yes, I can just touch his clothes and that will do it. There was nothing that she could have read. There was nothing that was taught in a synagogue. There was nothing that she could have, have matriculated that she would have understood that to be fact. It was just the fact that she believed that if she were to get to him and simply be able to touch, her, touch his clothes, that she would be healed. She would be healed. And albeit that her faith was superstitious, she did have faith. She did have faith. But there was a reason for her superstition, and we will talk about that a little later. There's a reason for that. But we, we have to picture 
this scene. You see, there was this massive crowd around Jesus. And here Jesus was walking through and his disciples were trying to keep the people from thronging him and from, from grabbing him and pulling him. And so, he, so they're, they're, they're pushing them away and they're trying to get to Jesus. Oh, that's Jesus right there. Oh, that's Jesus. Oh, let me just touch Jesus. Okay, I just want to grab Jesus. Can I hug Jesus? And that's all that was going on. There were people as far as the eye could see. There was all people all around. And so they were pushing through in this massive crowd and, and the disciples were trying to keep Jesus secure. But as they kept doing that, then, 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 then there was this woman who saw Jesus and saw the opportunity. Even though there were people, most people would look and say, how in the world can I get there? It says that this woman was among the crowd, but no, this woman actually got down and crawled between the crowd. Here, this sickly, weak woman who was dealing with this blood flow, which meant that her body was weak. But yet she kept going and pressing through as much as she could with people pushing her, people stepping on her. But yet she kept going until she was able to get to him. And she said, I don't need to be able to touch all of that. All I need to do is to be able to get to if I can just touch his garment. I don't need to be able to touch anything else. I don't need to touch anything. Just, just his garment. Just his garment. I believe that I'll be made whole. And that's what she did. She pressed her way through all of that and trying to get to where she could get to Jesus. Then it happened. She touched him. It happened. She fought through all of that. The pain and anguish that every touch, every time somebody hit her or touched her, it riveted pain throughout her body. But yet she knew she had to get there. And she touched him. And then something happened. Look with me at verse 29. In verse 29, it says, and straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. Oh, my goodness. She finally, finally received her healing after all these years, after all of the sleepless nights, after all of the painful moments. She was finally able to get her healing. She was finally able to feel the release. Anyone that's ever gone through any illness or pain can relate to this dear sister. Because if you've gone through a pain that's kept you up, but yet you have to keep pressing through, you'll learn that there's, there's something important when you see the opportunity for your healing. And she kept going through. Listen, I have an aunt that's 95 years old. She's 95 years old. She gets up every day with pain shooting through her legs from her ankles all the way up to her waist. Her, her mobility, she says, is limited. She sits there in the bed rolling night in and night out, having to rub liniment and other things on her ankles and on her knees and on her legs. But when she gets up and she's on the phone and we see her, the first thing she says is, I'm just glad to be in the land of the living because my Jesus has been good to me. You see, it's something about where you know where your strength comes from. Thank you for listening to today's message. 
We pray that it was a blessing to you. If you're in the Metro Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for our regularly scheduled services at Tabernacle of Worship. You will also be able to get this entire message. Please feel free to visit our website at www.taboworship.org. That's www.taboworship.org for more information.